open eyes that we may see to follow the second Passover and the cloud and the fire. The second Passover and the cloud and the fire. And in this, in this episode, it is about 
being obedient. Being obedient. When God says, move, and when God says to stand still, when God says move, and when God says to stand still, it's all about obedience. So let's get into this chapter of Numbers, chapter 9, 1 through 23. Come on, babies. Let's dig deep and let's get into it. Let's dive into this, Numbers chapter 9, 1 through 23. And we are talking about today the second Passover and the cloud and the fire, okay? Cloud and the fire. And all this has to do with being obedient to when God is speaking to you. Chapter 9 in Numbers reads... And the Lord spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. In the first month of the second year after they were come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the children of Israel also keep the Passover at his appointed season. For in the fourteenth day of this month at even, ye shall keep it in his appointed season, according to to all the rites of it, and according to all the ceremonies thereof, shall ye keep it. And Moses spake unto the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover. And they kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month at even in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did the children of Israel. And there were certain men who were defiled by the dead body of a man, that they would not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and before Aaron on that day. And those men said unto him, We are defiled by the dead body of a man. Wherefore, we, therefore, wherefore are we kept back? that we may not offer an offering of the Lord in his appointed season among the children of Israel. And Moses said unto them, Stand still, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If any man of you or of your posterity shall be unclean by reason of a dead body, or be in a journey afar off, yet he shall keep the Passover unto the Lord. The fourteenth day of the second month at even, they shall keep it, and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it until the morning nor break any bone of it. According to all the ordinance of the Passover, they shall keep it. 
But the man that is clean and is not a not in a journey and forbear to keep the Passover, even the same soul shall be cut off from among his people, because he brought not the offering of the Lord in his appointed season. That man shall bear his sin. And if a stranger shall sojourn among you and will keep the Passover to the Lord according to the pass according to the ordinance of the Passover and according to the manner thereof so shall he do he shall have one ordinance both for the stranger and for him that was born in the land and on the day that the tabernacle was reared up the cloud covered the tabernacle namely the tent of the testimony and at even there was upon the tabernacle as it were the appearance of fire unto the morning so it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night and when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle then after that the children of Israel journeyed and in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel pitched their tents. At the commandment of the Lord, the children of Israel journeyed. And at the commandment of the Lord, they pitched. As long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. And when the cloud tarried long upon the tabernacle many days, then the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and journeyed not. And so it was, when the cloud was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the commandment of the Lord, they abode in their tents, and according to the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. And so it was, when the cloud abode from even until the morning, and that the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they journeyed. Whether it was by day or by night that the cloud was taken up, they journeyed. Or whether it were two days or a month or a year that the cloud turned upon the tabernacle, remaining thereon, the children of Israel abode in their tents and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. At the commandment of the Lord, they rested in the tents, and at the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. I have just read to you, I have just read to you Numbers chapter 9, 1 through 23. And it is very, very important that we pray after the word. I don't think I prayed after the word in the last uh, episode I did. And I kind of see it now. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. We thank you for all that you have done for us, all that you're going to do, and all that you're doing right now. Lord, you have just given us some more time on this earth to get it right. You've given us your unconditional love that sees no wrong but only right that sees only hope 
when there is hopelessness, that sees joy when there is sorrow, to see manifestation where there is barrenness. Lord, you see everything and you know everything. And we thank you. Lord, we ask that you, you know, add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. everybody hello 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 it is time to deep dive into this chapter numbers chapter 9 1 through 23 the passover and the cloud and the fire as we can see god is guiding the children of israel through the wilderness and he has been guiding them ever since their existence. If you go back from the very beginning, God is always present. Even when you think he is not there, he is there. And as I look back over my life, I see that Look at the things that he has delivered me and you from. Hmm. He delivered me from so many things that I should have avoided, but I just didn't listen. And God is leading them in this time of their journey in the wilderness. Sometimes you may think God is not listening God is not there. God is nowhere to be found. But no matter what you're going through, whether it's good, bad, or the ugly, God has a purpose for what you're going through. And he wants to take you into a new place. Like I spoke about in my last chapter, in the last episode. And... Is giving them instructions about what to do. He wants them to have another, a second Passover and what they should do when the men come to them and say, Oh, we have been defiled by a dead body. They, God, give them straight up instructions about what to do about that. You know, you got to cleanse yourself again with the dead body. You got to, you got to come and cleanse yourself and, 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 and do away with the dead thing. Did you hear me? I said, do away with the dead things. Things that do not give you any help. Things that do not have any purpose. Things that do not have a place in your life. <clears throat> when it comes to people, places, and things, you have to be aware of them. And when you are aware, God says, it is time to free yourself 
from those things, people, places, and things <clears throat> that do not give you hope, that do not give you any way out, that do not give you any positive feedback, that do not encourage your mind to blossom and think. Because dead stuff will keep you stuck and broke, stuck and stagnant, stuck and complacent, stuck, just stuck. And then how good for you that the things that are dead do not have a place in your life. God is not about dead things. He is about the living. He is about moving you from glory to glory. You know, he, he's, he's moving you from faith to faith and glory to glory and to level to another level. And it also calls for obedience. As he says in this word, he says, I want you to move when I move and stand when I stand. And when we do not listen to God, when he says it's time to move, we are we are causing ourselves a, a we are causing ourselves disjustice to 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 living up to what God has for us. In this chapter, we see that there's so much things that God says, look, this is where we're gonna stay. This is where we're going to move. You know, and when God is sitting upon you and giving you the Holy Spirit of movement, it is valuable to move. When God says it's time for you to plant your feet for a little while, you can stay here for a little while, but when I'm ready for you to move, you need to move can't become, like I said last, like I said in the last time, you can't come become complacent. God has a time and a place for you to be everywhere, where he wants you to be, how he wants you to do it, uh, what he wants you to do it with. God has a timing. God is on, God has you on a timer. God has you on his time, not your time, on his time. And we have to learn how to listen, listen. Listen in your spirit. If you block out all the distractions of what's going on around you, you will have time to hear what God is saying. You know? Just take out the time today to listen to what God is asking you to do. He has the children of Israel in the wilderness and we see that they are just a year in into their journey. That's what it said in the word. That's what it said in the word. And when that year, in that year, we were thinking, well, the way I was reading it, when I read it before, I didn't understand it before. But sometimes you have to read the word over and over again, and it brings you a new... Opens your eyes to see it in different ways. So he says, okay, 
And the Lord spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they were after they were come out of the of the land of Egypt. This is their second year in the wilderness. Look at all that stuff they have endured in the first year, and and they, since they have been delivered from Egypt. Look at where God has brought you from if you have been oppressed. Where someone has turned around and had you as their slave. Whether it been prostitution, drug addiction, homelessness, uh, uh, depression, anxiety, um, uh, uh, not having a job, to having a job, um, you know, blossoming your career. Now, a lot of women are working from home and they are blossoming. They are blossoming in their existence because God has given them a vision and they're carrying out the vision to its to its manifestation. And we have to learn how to listen to when God asks us to do these certain things at a certain time. I have this understanding of, look, I can't procrastinate. I got to get busy. I got to keep it moving. And you can't, like I said before, you can't bring that dead stuff with you when God delivers you out of something. You can't bring that old mindset into a new way of living, a new way of thinking, a new way of doing things. And this is just their second year in the wilderness. You would think all the stuff, all the things we were talking about seem like it's like over centuries, like years. But they have experienced a new thing in a short period of time. Think about where you was at last year and what you're doing this year. Yeah, we've had COVID. Yes, we have had that, you know, that, that, you know, COVID and then, you know, some people losing their jobs and and things of that nature. But think about how many things God has given you ideas to start on your own besides working for someone else. Or putting all the gifts that he has within you and made you use them for your, for your income, for your, uh, uh, civilization for your survival think about all the things that God has downloaded into your mind and he says now it's time for you to move it's time for you to leave that job it's time for you to uh, start that business it's time for you to do the outreach or the non-profit or the ministry or the uh, you have a chat or streaming channel or uh, you just have a YouTube page or you, you know, and you talk about all these subjects that's stuck in your head and how he's, he's manifested them to produce uh, what your next next journey will be. Yeah, we've had doubts, we've had our fears, we've had our trepidations, we've had our like, oh, I don't know if I really should do this kind of moments. But God didn't give you them ideas just to sit on. God gave you those ideas to make you to to make you use your gifts, 
that you have, whether you're painting. I see a lot of that on um on the social media apps and social media and, and everywhere and everybody's creating pages and everybody's creating ministries everybody's creating uh, the things that God has given them vision for and that is such a good thing never be scared to step out on faith when God gives you new ideas Because this is what, this is all this is showing you is that God has a time for you to do certain things. He says, I want you to move when I move. I want you to stay when I say stay. When I stay somewhere. Look, let God lead you. Let God do the leading. Stop jumping out there all willy-nilly on the beach, you know, where you don't know what you're going to do and you're just throwing stuff up against the wall, see if it sticks. It ain't going to work like that. And when we, when, when we, when we give God his due, he gives us what we need. If you have noticed, since the children of Israel have been in the wilderness, God has never left them. God has not deserted them. God has not just said, okay, I'm done with you. He doesn't treat us like we treat each other. God don't treat us like we treat each other. He don't treat us like we owe. owe. He doesn't treat us in a manner that we treat each other. Well, people using each other, manipulating people, uh, um, coercing people. Um, God does not do any of that. God is, God is here to lead you and guide you in a new life, new way of thinking, and He's not going to harm you. He's not going to uh, steer you in the wrong direction. And that's what we're learning on this journey with them, the children of Israel, that God is there with you no matter what. God been with God been with us since the beginning of of this since we started since we since we started doing this daily devotional. God has been there no matter what I've taken the context from. God has always been there. To lead me and guide me and what I should talk about, what I should say, and what I should do. And you have to get a real good relationship with God in order for Him to lead you on the right path. You either have to trust God, you got you got to trust Him. You got to trust Him, or you'll just go round and round in circles. You know, like a dog chasing his tail. And I realized that God has never left me. God has never left. When I decided to take God on and say, come on, God, let's do this thing together, that was right after the death of my grandmother because I felt completely lost. I would like to cheer. I felt like I had been on a 40-year journey 
and my 40 years of living because I wasn't doing what God asked me to do. I was circling around. I was doing, even though I was doing all that because I wasn't asking God what I should do. I was just doing stuff to be doing it. I wouldn't ask him, okay, God, what should I do next? I wouldn't ask him God that. Until I got tired of going around in circles. God, going around in circles just, it wore me out. It wore wore me out. It it just completely wore me out because I got tired of feeling overwhelmed. I got tired of feeling uh, depressed all the time. I got tired of, and, and, and when you really get into a relationship with God, God tells you when to speak up and when when not to speak. He gives you a voice of clarity. He gives you a moment to think. He gives you a moment to say, say, look, this is what I want you to do. And you'll hear it clear as day. I, like I said, in the last couple of days, I've been going through some stuff and it's really showing me that God was trying to show me the same stuff the last time I went through it. And he says, this time I, you need to deal with this and you need to you need to do certain things and you need to go ahead and implement some stuff. It's time for you to move. Time for you to keep it moving because this is not what this place is not where I want you to be. This is not this is not something I want you to keep doing. Every single time when I have asked God, what should I do and show me what I need to see? Oh, God, he shows me what I need to see. He's been showing me for a minute and it's like astonishing my mind. It's like when I take out time, when I made, when I, I, I made time for God, God showed me what I needed to see. Because... He was like, look, I know I don't know what you're doing, but you, I know I know you tired of going around circles. I'm tired for you. And we can't keep going around in circles. We can't keep doing that. Because life life is too short to be doing that. Life is too short to be, oh, I, I I think I need this person. I want this person to take care of me. I want it, but they treat me like crap, but I'm still stay with them. Mm, please. God said, look, time to move on. That ain't who I got for you. That's not, that's not who I have for you. That's not who I have for you to be with for the rest of your life. That's not what I want you to be doing. Sometimes God's, God's, Sometimes God takes away one thing to give us something better. Sometimes God takes away some things to make us better, to make us stronger, to make us more fiercer, to make us more. Come on, you got to you come on, you gotta give it some more. You gotta do, you gotta do more now. You gotta do more in order to get to this next level. You're gonna have to do way more than what you was doing. And I'm finding that out right now. Right now. Right now. And we have to learn how to accept these changes and stop becoming complacent. Stop living on fear and stop being fearful and stop doubting ourselves. 
I want you to step out today. Step out on the things that God has asked you to do. I know I am. You know, God's asked me, hey, uh, you know, come on, you gotta you gotta put more into your business in order to get more out of it because you on a level where I, you want to go, you want to go, I want to take, God says, I want to take you on another level, but you got to stop, you can't bring all that old stuff with you, you can't bring that old level mindset, you got to give me more, you got to, come on, I want you to work with me, work with me, because I'm about to, I'm about to level you up, but you're going to have to work a little bit hard, you're going to work a, a whole lot harder if you want to get what you want to get. I know your dreams, I know your aspirations, I know everything about you, but you're going to have to work a little bit harder. I got you, but I want to see how much work you're going to put in. You can't, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. You can sit there and talk about all the stuff you want to do and all that. If you ain't doing nothing about it, you ain't getting nowhere. That's what God was telling me. You want you want the house. You want a nice car. You want a nice place to stay. You want your children to come and uh come and stay and visit. And you want your grandbabies over and stuff. And where you at? You can't do that. Where you at? You can't do that. In order for you to get what you want, you got to work a whole lot harder than what you've been doing, babies. That's exactly what the Lord told me. So. Leave the dead things behind. Start over again. Sometimes that means giving up everything you got to start over. Get rid of all that old stuff that reminds you of the past that you had. You know, like like I, like I said, you know, um, yeah, I used to be a stripper. And the thing is, I had to give up all the costumes and the shoes and all that other stuff in order to go to another level. I had to leave all that stuff behind. So when the stuff got when the stuff got stolen from me, that was a sign. I look back on it now that God was preparing me. All right, this ain't the life for me no more. When somebody stole my belongings, y'all can have that. You can keep that back. After that last episode of my stuff getting stolen, I was like, eh, I don't feel like it no man. I, I just eased on up out of that. Like it ain't no, it's nothing exciting to me. I spent 10 years of my life wasting my time with that. And now God's giving me a new, new thing, a new, a new reason, a new, now I'm in a new season. There are seasons to this level stuff. It ain't just, okay, well, I'm going to be here a year. And it's not, no, God said, look, I'm trying to do this a quick, fast, and a hurry. You know, they was in the wilderness, and they was at two, this is their second year in the wilderness. God can do things when in a time frame, or you don't, you you, your, you can blink, and God, God can change your whole life in a blinking, twinkling of an eye. Yeah, I know he changed mine. Who'd ever thought I'd be sitting here doing a podcast? I got my author. I done went in the ministry. Uh, I've done that and 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 got another and and one business and then got another business and it's it's like wow! I've done all this, accomplished this since 2015, and 
You know, time flies. Time waits for no one. So get busy today on your dreams, your aspirations, whatever you want to do with your life. Because timing is of the essence. You know, that being at that 40-year four, that mark, and now 10 years later, you know, my grandma died in 2011, now it's 2022, and it's 10 years later, and it's like, wow. 10 years fly mighty fast. And look at all the things that you can accomplish within the last 10 years. Common things you have accomplished in the last 10 years of your life. Just 10 years. Not the whole, not, uh, I'm saying just the last 10 years. Think about all the changes you endured or you went through to get where you are right now. In the last 10 years. Some people have gotten houses. Some people got new cars. Some people got new jobs. Some people have got an increase. So they, they, you know, in their ministry and whatever they're doing. And look at how good God is. God has never left you, never forsaken you. But it was in his due time that you had these things. So I want you to, you know, just sit back and look at how good God is. He's been with you there the whole time. Been with you the whole time. Through the good, bad, and the ugly. Right? So, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast today. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see Christ within through scripture and practical applications. I love y'all and I will see you next time on Daily Devotional. Bye, babies. Love you. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel. And it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, you know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people. You can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room. 
and get seen on TV. Okay? All right, babies. I love you. Hello, everyone. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBM TV. At LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you.